Hi, this is Jayan Sriram and welcome to the Hindus Analysis Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today's podcast comes incidentally at a very opportune time because the Union Cabinet has just approved funds for updating the National Population Register from April next year. Now the NPR is a preparatory step in the census process and is a list of the usual residents of the country. The word usual in this case and in these times obviously being in quotes. So how does the NPR work and what is its connection to the NRC and how does it link back to the Citizenship Amendment Act? This is something that we've been mulling over for a while here at the Hindu and we had an article on it over the weekend that we linked to of course with this podcast but joining me today is the author of that article associate editor K Venkatramanan or KV as he's known around here and in this podcast we try and flesh out these concepts when the NPR starts for instance would it already mean the beginning of the compilation of information around which the NRC will be based what sort of details and what kind of documents does the npr seek and most importantly who actually has to worry about this process what are the categories of people around whom there might be questions asked and proof of citizenship to be resolved all of this is crucial of course because despite prime minister modi saying recently that his government had not yet discussed the implementation of the nrc the devil may be in the detail In this case the procedure by which the NPR the census the NRC and the CAA are all ultimately linked so I'll leave you with that and let's go now to the conversation with KV KV hi welcome back to the podcast hello there are four things that we're talking about here there is the census which i think everybody sort of has a basic idea about what it is there is the uh, national population register a lot of which we'll discuss through this conversation because i think that's the issue that a lot of people are not there's not too much awareness of it then there is the um, nrc and the citizenship amendment act caa so uh, you have the unenviable task of telling us how how are these four things linked what comes first what are the steps that we can logically see happening we first we'll leave out the census because it's non controversial okay yeah let's leave out the census and everybody knows what the census is second we have to remove the last part also which is the current citizenship amendment act will have to be linked backwards to the topic later so basically there is there is a population register and there will be a citizenship register the population register is administered by the registrar general of india the registrar of general of india also happens to be the census commissioner of india it's the same office it's the same office the same office and the registrar general and census commissioner of india is also going to be the registrar of citizenship for india there's one office that's going to be doing yes all of this yes okay okay this is where the census comes in the npr will be the first step as part of the preparations for the census okay the data for npr will be gathered after the houses are listed by the enumerators of the census 
before the census enumerator visits the household, meets the head of the family and obtains all family details. They have about 20 or 25 uh, details in a schedule which they have to ask. Before that, they identify the houses. This is called house listing. During this house listing, they will take details of the head of the family. Another thing. Last time, after the families and households were identified, they had an enrollment process where people could give their biometric data as well as personal particulars. I'm not sure how they're going to go do about this time. But the process of enumerating the ordinary or usual residents of any locality with their name, date of birth, uh, age, sex, uh, marital status and other particulars, along with their place of birth, whether they are resident or non-resident, whether their original residence is within the country or out of the country, all these details will be gathered between April 1 and September 30th next year. So at this stage, the details of the NPR is just a database of names. Of people who of are people in a living area. there. So every local area will have a local register of population. That will be, you know, the district level and then the state level. So every state will have its own database and the whole of it will be, will cumulatively form the National Register of Indian Population, the National Population Register. NPR. NPR. After that, it is proposed that the Registrar General in his capacity as the Registrar of Citizenship, will begin scrutiny and identify those who are citizens. A majority of them are likely to be citizens. If there is a doubt about someone in the NPR, in the NPR to disqualify them from citizenship, he marks them out separately. These people will be sent a notice and asking them to come and explain their presence in the country. It is at that stage that they may have to produce documents to prove that they are Indian citizens. As you know, the basic citizenship law is everyone is an Indian by birth. Yeah. And uh, this position held good until 1987. And later they said, one of your parents should be Indian. Another qualification was added. In addition to being born in India, your parents should have been born in India. And later in 2003, there was another amendment which said, one of your parents should not be an illegal immigrant. So this is the birth requirement for everyone above before 1987. Their being born is enough. After that, they should have, be, they should have been born Indian besides having a parent who was also born here. The, after 2003, the law is that you should be born in India. One of your parents should have been born in India and the other parents should not have entered India illegally. This is the current law. So based on these parameters, they may have further questions. If there is reason to doubt that one person being born after a certain period, this is where I think the details collected will become relevant. Whether If the person is not eligible by his birth alone, they may want to know the place of birth of his parent. If one of my, uh, the parents of a person is a Sri Lankan, then they, uh, you will have to produce a document that that parent did not enter India illegally. You may have to produce a passport or a visa to show that they came through the normal route. These are the ways in which a doubt could arise. C CAA is a part of this at yeah, the latter stage. Yeah, right? at the latter stage. You know, basically, uh, now we have come to the citizenship register, the day stage of notice. If those who are not, you know, if, the, if they are not satisfied the explanation, they put you on the exclusion list. If, right now, there is a provision for tribunals, but whether it will be applicable here, we do not know. But whether you go before a judicial tribunal or not, at some point you may have to challenge it 
or you may if you lose ultimately you are deleted from the register of citizens yeah so once you are not there the government will have to decide what to do with you it is possible that some people don't have a land to go back to yeah so that's where the detention centers come in here caa may save some of them see the citizenship amendment act saves some kinds of categories from this process because a Uh, non-Muslim minorities from these three countries—Bangladesh, yeah. Afghanistan, Pakistan—will not be treated as illegal immigrants. The first that word that tag is removed, provided they had come to India before December thirty-one, twenty fourteen. So this itself is a big benefit. So in case there is a doubt about whether they were born here or the parents were born here, or one of the parents was not an illegal immigrant, the fact that this tag was removed will help them save on at least one point. the idea is that they are not undocumented migrants from these communities will no more be treated as illegal immigrants okay secondly if there is an ongoing proceeding against them under the foreigners act a person can be prosecuted for entering the country without travel documents so many of them are probably facing prosecution or they may have been convicted and they have filed an appeal or all these proceedings abate so they get a second benefit all pending criminal proceedings will automatically abate and the third thing is they get long term visas instead of being illegal they get a document that is they get long term visas don't they get citizenship no initially if they the day they are eligible for citizenship under the amendment the day they complete 5 years of residence okay plus continuous presence in the preceding 6 months on the date of application today if i am applying i should have been continuously present without once leaving the country for the last 12 months so this will be the criteria and their application will be favorably processed so this saves one section of the people those who don't fall under this category for example if you are these from muslims from these countries you are not eligible or you are a muslim but not from this country instead you are from myanmar you will not get a benefit has the nrc process the national register of citizens now the nric despite um, the prime minister recently making a speech saying that it's that it hasn't been discussed that it's not on the cards right now has that process actually begun with what we know as the npr the national population register work on the national population register scheduled to begin in april 2020 it's possible that the preliminary work is already been done because i suppose the center has uh, gazetted the dates and states would have by now reissued the same gazette in their respective state gazettes so which means that the allocation of staff identifying registering authorities and uh, places where it will be done informing the revenue officials who are likely to be involved in it this thing may have been completed the formal beginning of the npr process will be between april 1 2020 and will go on till 30th september next year this is when there is a preliminary phase of the census uh, they go around identifying the houses marking them out for the regular census uh, and during that phase they plan to enumerate the residents living in there by means of self declaration they will find out who stays there ordinarily and who are the people and gather some particulars the npr process is, uh, is uh, it, it contains only a, a certain number of details whereas the census is a little more detailed because they also factor in some uh, economic data so in effect you can say that the process has not begun but the preliminary work would have been completed 
Okay, and mm-hmm. what's the legislation that guides the NPR? What's its history? See, basically, the NPR was uh, born from the citizenship amendment rules, uh, framed in two thousand and three. The full name is called Citizenship Registration of Citizens and Issue of National Identity Card Rules. It has two parts. One is to register people as citizens, and second is to issue nas- national identity cards to them, based on biometric data. and uh, because at the in the initial stage it also was almost similar in objective to or at least in methodology to the other uh, other program so the npr and other initially they appeared to be working at uh, in a duplication of work they resolved it somehow and npr is purely a citizenship process or a preliminary step towards a citizenship process while other itself became the mode of uh, identifying citizens for targeted delivery of government subsidies and benefits so as such you know the citizenship act was amended in 2003 uh, which enabled the creation of a national population register out of which there will be a national register of citizens also so that was the enabling provision and the rules were framed as to how they should go about it and in those rules they first mentioned the uh, methodology of having a national population registered four levels basically the local level which is in a in a rural area it will be the village in the urban area it could be the municipal ward and then it could be either a district or a sub district level because either a taluk level in the districts or a corporation division or zone in the urban areas thereafter the district and then the state cumulatively they form the national register of indian citizens so when when there was the proposal for the npr and there was this proposal to have a list like this of citizenry um was the objective somewhat similar to the nrc or was it completely antithetical no see what happened was that this actually happened during the 2011 census itself okay. it was implemented last time we already have an npr and what is going to happen is an updation okay so basically uh, the initial objective specifically said for the npr itself the they want to identify usual residents and then focus welfare benefits on them uh, but at that time you should remember that uada had started issuing aadhar and taking biometric data but it had no statutory backing it was much later in 2016 that there was a law bringing aadhar into effect that act specifically said it will be aadhar that will be the basis for identifying beneficiaries for any funds spent on the welfare of the citizens so it is in this sense that aadhar took over the original objective of npr and npr remains just a population register which will be a preliminary step to the generation of a citizenship register so right now it's only uh, it's only objective is to generate the citizenship register and possibly in future issue national identity cards to all of them In other words this entire citizenship exercise took place which is comes under the citizenship law but actually nobody really assumed that it was about citizenship no, no. so it was just about getting the yeah because card. there was no emphasis on the aspect of citizenship Chippa. yeah at that time the assumption was that it was uh, a, an aid to the government to identify beneficiaries and target its schemes. right so that was the focus beneficiaries yes okay so currently we're leading into another census year now can anything different be done with the npr does it take on at obviously it takes on more importance is the government planning to do something different with the npr 
the only apprehension is that they may use it to begin a process of exclusion of those who are not proved to be citizens basically apparently they are going to take details of the place of birth and de- declaration of nationality of one's parents thereafter they will have to decide whether they will fit into the uh, citizenship law it is the link between this npr nrc process and the idea of possible exclusion from the register that is causing a lot of apprehension okay so let's take that step by step uh, mm. what exactly will they ask under the npr basically apart from name and nationality and relationship and uh, to the head of the family and date of birth it is uh, they are likely to ask a question on when exactly the person moved into that particular residence and whether that person was born in india or whether i suppose this could count as very basic detail but in the context of somebody who is origin is not from the same place there could be a suspicion he had moved in from another country yeah yes this may not work to the disadvantage of most people but people residing in border states they may have you know they may set off a suspicion and there is a process by which a person can object to the inclusion of another person in the in npr in the npr after npr becomes the ncr they publish a draft of the citizenship register and uh, if you are left out you are given an opportunity to join and if you are included uh, it since it's a published document in the local register someone may raise an objection to your inclusion after then this basic npr information is collected the uh, the nrc then comes in as a latter step yes to take more details no they may not may take any further details they will generate the citizenship register based on the population register itself as to the exact process they are going to follow the rules are yet to be notified this is where you know the proposed rules acquire importance whether they are going to basically npr is based on self declaration whether it's nationality or place of birth or place of residence or age or date in which the person moved into a locality everything is going to be self declared so what process they are going to have to verify these details and whether the uh, uh, citizenship exclusion will happen initially only on the basis of suspicion or only on the basis of complaint we uh, we do not know exactly as of now the uh, at the time of collecting the npr no one is required to furnish any evidence let's do this one thing where hypothetically because i think this is the big question who has to really worry about this process basically someone who has moved from another country yeah person with one parent from another country yeah uh, in uh, after the caa amendment a person who is uh, you know in the prohibited category a person who is not from one of the three countries and who is not uh, from any of the six religions uh, for which there is an exemption i mean there could be a preliminary suspicion that your one of your parents is from sri lanka one of your parents is from bangladesh and about at what point of time have you moved in there is the act has a, the citizenship law now has a cut off of 2014 so even those who benefit by it the section which benefit by it that is non muslim minorities from bangladesh afghanistan and pakistan if there is a even they would not get the benefit if there there is room to believe that they were recent entrants into the country that is after december 31 2014 so they are in danger of deportation or initially they may deportation may not be the option but as the home minister once said the sequence is detect delete deport 
and detect, delete, deport. deport. But in case deportation is not possible because the, the option would be detect, delete and detain. Um, given its non-controversial nature last time, uh, supposing this time some states object to it, I heard that West Bengal has already objected to it. There's several states now, it's about 9 or 10 now. Yeah, 9 or 10, 9 mm-hmm. or 10 states now. So how does how do they stop it? Because this does, in a way, it is in the rules. So Yes, there is a major uh, issue here. One is legally, the law provides that every state shall uh, deploy its staff whenever required by the director of census. Yeah. In the, the interesting part about the NPR process is it is closely linked to the census process. Yeah. And no, there is never there never has been a controversy about the census since the process started in 1911. So the NPR is something that is part of the preparations for the census. Okay. So the uh, statutorily the state is state governments are bound to provide staff as required by the local director of census. And if they don't do that, then the to prevent the generation of the population register itself, it may seriously impact the census process itself. And census is something very, very important from an economic point of view for the country. It's the basis on which all planning is done. Yeah. All policy is framed. Yeah. KV, thank you for joining us. Thank you.